Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. The checkered flag ends the race, but it's only the start of the conversation. Michelin post-race tag on imsaradio.com. Have your say. Ask the experts. Make your point. Michelin post-race tag. The end of the race is only the beginning. Absolutely superb, uh, not for the first time, one of the smaller fields of the year on one of the shortest tracks of the year and uh, the shortest race of the year has provided plenty of action. One safety car intervention from uh, pretty early on in the race, 78 laps of action and a win on the streets of Long Beach for Porsche Penske Motorsport ahead of BMW in second, Porsche in third, and in the classes, Vassar Sullivan and Lexus winning GTD Pro from Brian Sellers and Madison Snow for BMW and Paul Miller Racing in GTD. So many stories, we will not have a lot of time to talk about this because we've got more racing coming up from Long Beach. James O'Donnell says, what an absolute belting race that was. Thank you for your kind words. Uh, seems like all of the non-German cars threw away their chances one way or the other, says right turn lover in Europe. Wow, what an IMSA race. First and third for Penske. Fantastic first win for the 963. Oh, yes, Jeremy, absolutely Brilliant. And once again, Long Beach has delivered with minimal in, uh, safety car intervention, to be fair. No, that's right. I'm just the beginning and the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true, wasn't it? It was all at turn oh, yeah, one. Two, two. Uh, yes, all absolutely. The, the major instance. Yeah, the, f- the first, what, five or six laps were run under, uh, five laps were run under the uh, caution periods and the last kind of one and a bit. But uh, in between time, yeah, it was a fascinating motor race. And I tell you what, it's made the points really interesting. If you want me to run through yes, those, please. I can. Yes, I'm, I'm uh, dying from, to hear that. Yeah, from fifth place coming into the weekend, the, the car that won today, the car number six Porsche, that's Matthew Chamonix and Nick Tandy, they will now lead the points. Oh, wow. On 950, unofficially, on 955 to the 954 for the Wheel Express car that finally came out in fifth position here, the last car on the lead lap. So 955 to 954, the Konica Minolta Acura. Uh, so uh, Philip Albuquerque and from second to third to third on 9.35. So they're 20 behind and just one point ahead of uh, Conor Filippi and Nick Yellow, Nick Yellowly. So 21 points covering the top four uh, in, in, the, uh, in the championship in GTP. And of course, 24, that's times 10 on the old scale. Um, so it's really, really tight. In the manufacturers, um, the Cadillac will still lead the way um, actually, they'll extend their lead. 10.67 for Cadillac to 10.26 for BMW, 10.20 to 1.020 for Porsche, and Acura will fall from second to fourth on 1,012. 
Whilst you do the rest of the arithmetic, I'll go through a few oh. tweets. Dave England says, dramatic finish. Enjoyed the recovery by Di Filippi. The cruelly underrated Jack Hawks with winning another event. That 100-minute format really works unless you try and take two pit stops. Not so good. Then Josh Barrett. Hello, Josh. Says, pretty sure the Porsches didn't take tyres. And that's why their pit stops were quicker. Hence why they were struggling for grip at the end. And game through the pit stop. I, 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 I tend to agree with you, Josh. Unfortunately, we, we couldn't see exactly what was going on. But I suspect you might be right there. And that's why the BDO Knows Strategy uh, Awards uh, has gone to them. Jeremy, a quick look uh, at the other points. Yeah, uh, just um, in GTD Pro, uh, let me just, I'm just doing that, let me do that, bonk. Uh, in GTD Pro, it'll be the race winners today, Vassar Sullivan's car number 14, the Lexus, will have uh, 1,067 points to the 994 for WeatherTech Racing that led coming to this weekend, but finished last, and thankfully for them, only fifth uh, in uh, GTD Pro today. Uh, in third position, just five behind, excuse me, three points behind them will be the Corvette. And two points behind the Corvette is Faf Motorsports in the Porsche car number nine. So, again, super tight also in GTD Pro. In, in GTD, again, with the uh, win today uh, to uh, follow up on their win at Sebring. And also, of course, having won here on the streets the last two years in GTD. So a hat-trick for Brian Sellers and Madison Snow. Oh, also wow. will have the championship lead on 1,008 to the 909 of the harder racing team, kind of 27. That's Roman DeAndres and the Poulter, the Margot wow. Sorensen. Uh, third position, just one point behind them. Aaron Tielitz and Frankie Montecalvo in the second of the Vassar Sullivan cars, car number 12. Yeah, the Lexus in, it will be third in points. And seven behind them, the Inception Racing McLaren, car number 70. Winners and losers this weekend, Jeremy. Obviously, Cadillac, that mistake by Sebastian Bordet. Cold tyres, cold brakes, maybe a bit of a cold brain going into turn one. They're finishing eighth in GTP. Uh, we had earlier issues for Eel Racing and Racers Edge. They didn't even get to the start of the race. Um, Ricky Taylor, you got to go for it, haven't you, with two laps to go, though? I'm not going to criticise him for that, and I don't think his dad will either. No, exactly. At least he was trying, you know, he knew what he wanted to do. He pulled, he, he, he did it on the first time of asking at turn eight. Wasn't able, quite able to do it to turn one or that last time. He just carried a little bit too much speed, a little bit optimistic. But look, yeah, everybody makes mistakes once in a while. But as you say, he was going for the win here. Uh, Acura's home ground. Uh, they desperately wanted that win. And having got all of a sudden got close because it looked just a few laps before that, that the Porsche had things well in the hand, then all of a sudden it didn't. And the game, the battle was on. And yeah, Ricky went for it, didn't pull off this time. So yeah, accurate the big losers today because they finished only sixth and seventh in, uh, in this race, having started first and second on the grid. Uh, in GTD Pro, Vassar Sullivan taking the victory ahead of Corvette yeah. and Porsche. Um, another great race, a well-judged race. Um, really interesting point, actually, uh, there from uh, our correspondent about Jack Hawksworth. Um, he started the race. We didn't have very much to say about him because he was just doing his job. Ben Barnick came in uh, and closed out. But that's a beautifully judged race for Vassar Sullivan to take yeah. GTD Pro. 
Absolutely right. And they stayed out a, a lap longer than their, their main rivals as well. They're two laps longer than the Corvette, one lap longer than the Porsche, the Fab Porsche. Uh, and that helped the Ben Barnett could have extend his lead a little bit. A couple of extra laps on hot tyres was what they needed. They gave yeah. him a good cushion and Ben, ben Barnett did the rest from there. And uh, a really fine performance by that uh, by that. Uh, entire team at Vassar Sullivan Racing. They'll be delighted with that. They, they were really optimistic coming into this race. And now we can see why, because uh, they were absolutely flawless today. And we'll take the championship lead. Let's see uh, the uh, fourth win for Ben Barnicott, the 10th win now for uh, Jack Hawksworth. But they're first, of course, together this season. Um, a couple of people I want to make mention of. Klaus Backler has not been to the streets of Long Beach before. You wouldn't have thought that, the way he was hassling George and Taylor. Great battle for second and third. But Brian Sellers, how important was that outlap for Brian Sellers when he came out of the pits having taken that number one BMW M4 GT3, which I'm pretty certain only took two tyres um, from Paul Miller Racing and the BMW to stay ahead of Roman De Angelis. It was hard, it was tough, but it was fair racing. And that was the win right there coming yeah. out the pit lane. It, it was. And again, uh, Madison Snow drove the first stint in that Paul, Paul Miller racing BMW car number one. He did one more lap than Marco Sorensen. Mm. Great in lap, I think, for Madison. Really fast pit stop. I'd love to see the pit stop times. I don't have that information at the moment. I'll get that, hopefully get that later. Uh, so I'm sorry I don't have it now, but uh, because there's several reasons I want to look at that. But uh, <laughs> as you say, after the pit stops, Sellers was out in front and he's not an easy guy to get past, is he? Uh, so, uh, but what, what a, a, a magnificent success story that number one Paul Miller Racing BMW team is here at Long Beach. Three wins in a row that matches wow. the hat trick by. Uh, Wayne Taylor's team in 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 uh, the, in the top class back in 15, 16, and 17. Uh, shout out as well for Gradient Racing. We mentioned uh, Sheena Monk and Catherine Legg. Sheena did her job. Catherine just made a tiny mistake. She was up into eighth position and actually hassling the back of the Forte Lamborghini, Laura Spinelli, for seventh position. But going up straight on a turn nine cost her a couple of spots uh, in the end. Uh, and, wow... Uh, what a race throughout the field. I know, Jeremy, there will always be people who will look at the Long Beach Grand Prix, the Acura Long Beach Grand Prix as it is for IMSA, and say, you know, 100 minutes on a tight 1.9-mile track, it's not a place for endurance racing. But that's not an endurance race. It's a completely different animal and as we saw from Ricky Taylor with his overtaking manoeuvres and attempted manoeuvres as well, even at turn six earlier on, it does give us plenty of excitement and entertainment. Yeah, brilliant. I thought that was a tremendous race. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just, I, you know, as I said earlier on, uh, the, the variety is what I enjoy in this series, not only of the tracks, but also the race distances as well. And yeah. I think these uh, these shorter races are tremendously exciting. Um, and uh, to me, it's just you know, an extra strategic decision. You know, diff different strategies are employed here than they would be elsewhere. Um, and, uh, you know, it certainly paid off today uh, for a whole bunch of teams. And I thought it was a fascinating motor race. Really, really Enjoyed it. Um, I, just to, to wrap up, I'll, I'll talk about WeatherTech and, and the next race uh, and the next uh, venue next. Just a little shout out for Michelin. I suspect 
that we'll find that there were a whole load of different tyre strategies, two tyres, four tyres, no tyres, uh, through the race. And in a field, particularly in GTD, that is so varied and a track that isn't a racing circuit full-time and where there's other people's rubber down this weekend because it's IndyCar as well. A, a, and a very different challenge for Michelin after um, a, a million tyres, whatever it was that they brought to Sebring. But my goodness me, those uh, those lap times at the end were great. And we did see a little bit, just a little bit of drop off on the Porsches. But you know what? I don't have a problem with that, Jeremy. That, that Again, that gave us something to talk about. It really did, didn't it? Uh, and uh, it, I mean, nobody else was really struggling towards the end, interestingly. Mm. Uh, and I'm not sure whether, whether Jaminet was just being relatively uh, conservative there because he had a pretty handy lead but all of a sudden that lead disappeared but I, yeah no it's just a great race by the way i've just looked at the the manufacturer points in the in gtd pro and gtd if you'd like those yes please uh, in gtd pro lexus will vault from from second to first on 1067 uh, second position on 994 will be Mercedes that came in here leading the point, the manufacturer points in GTD Pro. They are now three points only ahead of Chevrolet, who are two points ahead of Porsche. So really, really tight there. In, in GTD non-pro, uh, BMW with the win today on 1,030, wow. 14 points ahead of, of Aston Martin. Uh, so they were third, third for BMW, second for Aston Martin. So Aston will stay second. And uh, McLaren, that was leading after the two uh, endurance races, we third on 959. 959. Uh, just looking at the timing screen before it disappears from our, uh, our uh, screens here in the Global Broadcast Centre, and just following up on something that you mentioned, Jeremy, um, the Porsche Penske Motorsport 963, number six, that won best lap time of 1119. So that's about a second and a half away from a race lap record, DPI race lap record. We're setting GTP lap records, of course. As you rightly said, that was the slowest, fastest lap. It was Cunningham and Ultra Acura, which was in second when it went into the wall. The next slowest with a 111.8, uh, 111.863 BMW. Philip Eng actually swapped those two around. Then a 111.7 for people to Rani's car. Then a 111, oh, 111.9 for the other Porsche. So um, the fastest lap of the race was the BMW. And I think BMW will come out of this weekend um, feeling a little better. Now, is that track specific? Is that, uh, is that um, uh, length of race specific? I'm not certain. But Connor... And the rest of the BMW M team RLL did very, very well. And I think they'll they'll take a second and a fourth all day, every day. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It was a tremendous performance by that BMW team, I think, uh, to come away with that you know, second and fourth and fastest race lap. And right there in the points ch ch championship uh, title fight as well. Yeah, a great day for them. And particularly, of course, there'll be a big celebration there. Uh, you know, Conor Filippi, as I said earlier, from from San Clemente, California. So a good Southern California boy lives now in, <laughs> in, in North Carolina. But uh, this is where his roots are. All the family would have been here. He'll have had a lot of support uh, at this Long Beach street circuit. Uh, and it was a tremendous performance by he and by Nick Yellowley 
of course, his first time here at Longreach to come away with a, a second-place finish. He's going to be over the moon as well. We move to... Oh, we stay in California, but we move up the coast a, a little bit to WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca. And um, we've had three different, very different uh, categories uh, and uh, personalities of, of circuits for the start of the race. I, I would say the fourth one is the first. And, and, and I say this, please, Sebring uh, lovers, don't think I'm disrespecting Sebring, but this is the first proper um, road course uh, that we've had. Sebring uh, stands on its own when we go to the WeatherTech Raceway, uh, Laguna Seca. And I'll tell you now, Jeremy, through all of the classes, I've still got no clue who's going to come out on top when we go to WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, once again, you know, hats off to the IMSA technical team. Mm. Uh, there seems to be nothing to choose between those GTP cars at all. Uh, it's just come down to pit stops and strategy here, uh, I think. And um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a tremendous battle there. In GTD, it's the same. Again, it's super tight, isn't it? All, all the manufacturers were really closely matched. Uh, the, uh, Catherine Legg set the fastest time of anybody mm. in GTD, pro or non-pro, with that woman in 18... Point uh, seven eight six. Oh, yeah. Good um, so uh, you know, hats off uh, to her for that. And it's just fractionally outside the lap record that was set last year by Frederick Shandor for the one eighteen point six. But a uh, really good effort uh, for Catherine. There, she'll be uh, she'll be thrilled with that. Uh, absolutely. Jeremy Shaw uh, was with me, John Hindorf, in the Global Broadcast Centre. Thank you, Jeremy. I thoroughly enjoyed that. We'll reconvene for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship for WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Rather fuller weekend than we've had this weekend in terms of IMSA competition, but you can't fault the excitement we've had uh, in that 100-minute race. Still plenty to come this weekend. Check RadioLamont.com for all of our other coverage, and we'll see you on Wednesday for Midweek Motorsport. Our great thanks to Rob up in London who's made sure we went to the world to our colleagues at Charlotte NASCAR Productions and on site uh, here at uh, the streets of Long Beach and of course the responsible adult was Eve Hewitt I'm John Hindoff for Jeremy Shaw thanks for joining us bye bye for now This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.